Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Wednesday the 27th of September. The US fiscal farce continues with a government shutdown on the 1st of October looking increasingly likely. The Senate has advanced its short-term funding bill, though it may not be able to make it to a vote before the shutdown because of one senator objecting. But most investors regard the House as being the main problem, where there is a reasonable question as to whether House Speaker McCarthy genuinely controls a majority, given the factionalised nature of the politics in that chamber. So, what does a shutdown mean? This is, at least initially, a parochial affair. It would slow government spending, and through that it would weaken the US economy. However, middle-income families are less likely to be affected by a shutdown, and it is their consumption that has softened the US economic landing. Moreover, a US government shutdown has limited implications beyond its borders. The rest of the world cares about whether the US consumer is buying their stuff, not about whether members of Congress are competent. If a shutdown has only a limited impact on US consumer spending, then the global implications are minimal. Of course, a longer shutdown would start to have more widespread implications. On the subject of US consumers, durable goods orders data is due today, This is more than the consumer alone, of course. Investment goods are part of the data. But it's an insight into whether the slowdown in consumer durable goods spending might perhaps be levelling out. Falling global trade volumes suggest it would be unwise to get too excited about consumer spending on durables. German consumers, meanwhile, exhibited a certain amount of pessimism, at least according to the latest GFK sentiment survey. Euro area M3 money supply data is due and is expected to show a deeper drop in its growth rate. There are a few lingering individuals who assume that falling money supply means deflation in prices is just around the corner. However, the economist Friedman said that inflation is always and everywhere a monetary phenomenon, not a money supply phenomenon. One cannot consider money supply without also considering money demand. And money demand has been through a lot of changes in the last few years. People use less cash if they're consuming more online, for instance. There was evidence of a tendency to hoard cash as savings during the pandemic. The idea that negative money supply growth automatically produces deflation assumes a stable money demand function, and that clearly is a very unrealistic assumption. There are a few other events for financial markets to glance at. Spain's parliament is preparing to vote on whether the Conservative Popular Party leader should become Prime Minister. Fed President Kashkari is speaking again, but their views have already made clear as far as monetary policy in the States is concerned. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. 
As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.